Hi, this is the Play Hard Podcast. This is a new episode. We are talking about New Year's today for a special episode. Trevor's with me in person. Hi, Trevor. Hey, Mom. How's it going? It's great. We are celebrating Christmas. It's um, between Christmas and New Year's this year, and we are going to talk about um, our plans for the new year. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun one today. I'm glad you guys are listening. Stay tuned. Hi, this is uh, Trevor again. Um, so for today's special New Year's edition of the Play Hard Podcast, I'm going to do the playbook. And for the playbook, I'm going to talk about a game that we play at our friend's house on New Year's sometimes, including this year. I'm looking forward to it, um, which is called Body Body. And Body Body is uh, a pretty fun game. Um, uh, our friends have a big house. And so they, um, we get a bunch of people over. We all turn off, the, you know, we turn off the lights, um, and we light a couple candles. And um, I know it's sounding romantic so far, but it's really not. Hold on, <laughs> stick with me. Um, so we, uh, we everybody gets a playing card, right? And there are two jacks. So um, the the two people that are jacks are the are the killers, right? Um, and the rest of them are just, you know, citizens. And so, you know, they'll, um, everybody will put their heads down and then somebody will say, you know, killer's awake and they'll look up and they'll look at each other so they know who the killers are and everybody will put their heads back down and they say, okay, go. And then, um, they blow out the candles and everybody goes throughout the house and the killers, the objective of the killers is to go and tap people on the shoulder, and if you tap people on the shoulder, they're 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 dead for the for that round, right? Do they say anything or they just tap? No, they just tap. Um, so the the idea is that as a killer, you don't want to let anybody see you kill somebody. Oh, and you don't want to let and you don't want their body to be found for a little while because you want to be able to kill other people before somebody finds the body. If they find the body, somebody else body body, and then. Um, everybody stops, they collect themselves wherever the body is, we turn on the lights, and we vote somebody out, thinking, we, we try to catch the killer. Oh, okay. It's very like Mafia. Have you ever played, have right, you played so Mafia? I have played Mafia. Yeah, Mafia is the same game, except for you don't, you know, run around the house. Running right. around the house makes it a definitely a different element, and it's a lot of fun. So when the person dies, do they st- do they fall to the floor? Or do yeah. They- okay, they fall to the floor. They fall so- to the floor. If you're a if you're a killer and you like hold your hand on their shoulder and walk them somewhere, you can you can hide the body somewhere. Okay. But that's a risky because then somebody can see you doing it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, it's a fun game and it's it's actually it's funny because um, Miles's parents come, uh-huh. and so they play with us and they're you know different generation, but they're they're good and they really get into it and they're. Sneaky. They're very good liars, which is fun. So you say you vote somebody out. When somebody's voted out, what happens to? What if that they're not the killer? So they go to the, uh, um, you know, we have the, there's a separate room where there's a TV and people just watch TV till the rounds over. And if there are more, the idea is that there are, um, you know, if there are more killers and there are townspeople, the are you know normal citizens then. The killers win. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If the townspeople manage to find the last killer, then the um, townspeople win. 
Okay. So do you know, do the killers, when they're picked, do they say, I was a killer? Or do they, you still don't know that? You don't know until the end. I don't, I, I actually forget that part. Okay. Yeah. Maybe when the second killer's killed. Yeah, second killer is killed, then they definitely will tell, hey, I was a killer, you were right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. Very good. It was good. Yeah. Sounds like fun to me. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Pam again. And this week, because it's a special episode, remember we do all four parts. And so I'm going to do the huddle next. Um, every, well, for several years, for every New Year's Eve, my husband and I have what we call a family-friendly party. We call it family-friendly because we don't serve alcohol and we uh, people are welcome to bring their children if they want to. The reason we don't serve alcohol is because we live out in the country and we don't want people driving home after they've been drinking from our house on New Year's Eve. It just, um, it's just a risk we don't want to take. And also, we like for the kids to have somewhere they can go and have a good time and not um, have to worry about, you know, alcohol being present or adult behavior or anything like that. So that's why we do it. And I invite people via our Christmas letter. I send a Christmas letter with our photo Christmas card every year. And when I do that, I invite them to come to a family-friendly potluck um, New Year's Eve party and people come and we usually start around 6 or 6.30 and then we eat um, food um, potluck style and then we play games or sometimes they watch television if there's a ball game on they watch that um, or just sit around and talk or and just enjoy each other's company a lot of times we have friends from different parts of our life that we get to meet that kind of thing we started doing this when the kids were younger and uh, we've continued to do it, even though our kids are out of the house now and gone. So we still uh, do that. We tend to play a lot of board games. I'm, I, as you know, I love my board games. Yeah, I remember uh, playing Risk a lot at that party. It was it was a lot of fun. I remember having some epic battles with my uh, my best friend Matt playing that. I always won, of course, but it was still fun <laughs> beating him. Unless you ask Matt, and then Matt might say he won. <laughs> ah, well, he'd be lying. <laughs> so a lot of times the games we play um, are. Th- things that large groups can play or we play in groups one year um a friend of ours came and he planned a game of um uh what's what was the game called where they did all the different tasks minute by minute or minute minute to win it there was a game called minute to win it so we did that one night um and that was a lot of fun but we just and one night somebody else brought a game that was the newlywed game or the um a family feud or one of those things. And it was, it was fun too. We just we've done different things over the years, but usually it's just uh, several board games going on at the same time. And we have a lot of fun this year. I think we're going to play blank slate because it's a new game that I got and large groups can play and it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think it's fun. I always think it's fun. Like the different, um, like groups coming together and how there's different competition levels between them all. Right. Yes. Right. Like, um, <laughs> Yeah, there are some people that are just like, you know, just in it to have fun and you know, talk to people. And there are some people that are into the game. So if you're talking during your turn, you shouldn't be. Like, what are <laughs> yeah, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lot of fun that way. So, But everybody usually at midnight will um, will stop and pour some uh, sparkling grape juice into glasses. And uh, then we'll turn on the TV if it's not already on and watch the ball drop or whatever. And, uh, you know, toast everybody at midnight and give kisses or whatever it takes. And uh, mm-hmm. then everybody leaves soon after that. Unless we're in the middle of a game and then we finish that game before they leave. <laughs> yeah, there's always noisemakers or hats or parties. 
party hats. You know, it's it's always the uh, you know some fun things that right. are I don't know make it memorable too. Yes. Yes. And it's usually all ages, which does make it fun too. Just a different, a different generations or whatever makes it all kind of a different party. But anyway, so that's my uh, contribution to the huddle this week for our special episode for New Year's. Thanks, guys. So, hi, this is Trevor again, and I'm the one that's going to talk about the away game today. Um, so, for the away game, one year when I was in college, way back when, um, I went to Ohio State, and so Ohio State was playing Oregon in the Rose Bowl out in Pasadena, California. So, my friends and I went to the Rose Bowl, and the Rose Bowl is on New Year's Day. So, we... Uh, you know, went out there and we were out on, um, you know, out in LA for New Year's Eve, which I mean, we were excited about, as you might imagine. Um, so I don't, I don't know. We were, it was a really interesting time because we were, we didn't have any money. Like we were in college. We had, you know, I worked, I had a, I had a part time job at the, uh, um, I worked in an apartment building. Like, you know, I was, I saved up for a lot for this trip, and it just wasn't wasn't like, wasn't like we were swimming in cash going out there. Um, but we went, and um, I remember. So I remember we went to this um, like pep rally thing on the beach that Ohio State was having for the Rose Bowl. It was a lot of fun, you know. How we many of, how many people of your friends went with you? How many were? There? Oh, it was just um, me, my friend Adam, and my friend Steve. So there were only three of us uh-huh. that I knew. There were a lot of Ohio State fans out there. I mean, it was, yeah, yeah it was, uh, we definitely were not, um, we weren't alone. We weren't the only Ohio State fan. So, anyway, we um, we went to this pep rally, and I remember the pep rally because somebody dropped their, like, very official-looking badge on the, on the ground. Um, and so my friend Adam picked it up, which is important for later in the story. Um, so... My friend Adam picked up his very, uh, like, let's call it, I don't know, it was like, let's call him, you know, Bill Rogers, right? Okay. It says Bill Rogers, and it said, like, Ohio State Athletic Department or something. It looked very official. So, you know, we ha- he doesn't think anything of it. He sticks in his pocket. Um, and later on, that night, we are, uh, you know, we're having a couple drinks in the hotel room, ready to go out. And we're like, we're in L.A. What can we do in L.A. for New Year's Eve? And we're like, you know what would be epic? It's if we could get in the Playboy Mansion. And <laughs> I don't know what we thought. I thought we were just going to go to the. Or we thought we were just going to go to the Playboy Mansion, and they were just going to let us in. I, I don't know what we thought. So we <laughs> we call a taxi cab, and we because uh, there was no Ubers at that point. This is kind of ages my uh, ages my story a little bit. Um, call a taxi. And we tell the taxi driver, hey, we want to go to the Playboy Mansion. And he laughs at us, but he takes us. Um, and it was like a $100 cab ride. It was, and we weren't close to Playboy Mansion. Like, it's, not, cause it's not like in L.A. <laughs> so we, we, we go all the way out there. And the, uh, we're, we're driving up. And the cab's like, uh, it says, you know, signs everywhere saying, do not enter, do not enter, do not enter. And we're like, oh, just get and drive through there. And he's like, well, I don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, he's like, Adam pull, whipped in his pocket 
And he pulls out this uh, this very official looking Ohio State <laughs> athletic, like oh, like an Ohio State athletic uh, badge is going to get him into the Playboy Mansion. But we we try anyway, right? We drive up in this taxi cab to like you know it's not like we're in a Porsche or uh, you know <laughs> something like some fun car. We're in a taxi cab trying to get in, and this. Yeah, we're trying like in a taxi cab trying to get in, and the security guard just laughs at us. Like he just he's a he was a, he was a really good sport about it. Like these dumb college kids are trying to get in. No, <laughs> like even like, you know this Bill Rogers badge that that Adam has is like what? Do you, no, uh, no, you can't get in the Playboy Mansion. Um, so we, um, so we we don't get in, and then the the taxi driver like drives down the road a little bit and. and my my friend Adam's like, hey, stop, stop. So he stops, and we're by the fence of the Playboy Mansion, and this is where the story almost got worse. We uh, there's we we thought about like hopping the fence because there's a fence right there, and like man, we could hop the fence and get in, but we like looked at <laughs> there were like security company signs. There were like more than one security company. I don't know why we need more than one security company, but there was more than one security company sign like right there, and so we chickened out. Um, probably for the best it was definitely for the best we actually got to see the game the next day so it, it made it worth it so anyway we ended up not going to Playboy Mansion but it was still a fun story we ended up going to um, you know down near um, some part of it honestly I forget what part of it it wasn't, it wasn't Hollywood Boulevard we went there previously um, but we didn't go to Hollywood Boulevard we went to actually no we did go to Hollywood Boulevard because the reason I remember is because you know, we we ended up seeing this uh, guy named Hollywood Bar uh, Hollywood Barney, right? And he's like, he was in a Barney outfit with a <laughs> with a New Year's hat on, and Barney the dinosaur. Bar- Barney, the- Barney the dinosaur. Okay, I was thinking of Barney from Andy Griffith. No, okay. no, <laughs> no. This is Barney the dinosaur, and he want, like we, we took our picture with him, and then he's like, oh yeah, tag me as Hollywood Barney. Like he was trying to get famous out in Hollywood. <laughs> I just thought it was dumb. But um, anyway, yeah, we ended up going and paying a lot to get into this bar and like splitting a bottle of champagne and then going home. It was pretty lame after that, but it was, I don't know, it was it still was a great time. Making memories. It was, we definitely made a memory. <laughs> um, and then we had a great time the next day when Ohio State with Terrell Pryor at quarterback beat the Ducks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. I do think that we had to forfeit that game after the fact because Trail Pryor got paid, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> still, it, it everybody was, knows who won. Yeah. <laughs> and it was when and you were there. Exactly. <laughs> Go Bucks. Hi, everyone. It's Pam again. Um, this week on For Pitch and Catch, we're going to talk about our top five favorite days of the year. And Trevor and I haven't looked, even though we're sitting side by side, we haven't looked at each other's list, so we don't know where we're going with this, but we will soon see. We thought this would be good because it's a um, you know special New Year's edition of the podcast, so favorite days of the year seemed fitting. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to start with my number five. And for number five, for me, I picked Christmas Eve, 
And I picked Christmas Eve because it's right fresh in my mind right now. But it's um, what what, you, what I usually do is spend it with my side of the family, my my siblings. Used to be my parents too, but now it's my siblings and all their kids and their kids' kids and all that sort of thing. And we all get together and have a meal and a gift exchange where we have all drawn names and just and play games and just kind of um, spend time together. All of us, and usually um, most of the family is there. Um, there's usually oh maybe four or five missing, but everybody else is there. So I look forward to Christmas Eve every year. What's your number five, Trevor? Uh, so my number five is actually Christmas as well. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, I also look forward to uh, spending you know time with the family, the aunts and uncles, in my case, and the cousins and the cousins' kids, but. Um, I also look forward to spending time with my wife's side of the family because we switch every other year. Um, so this year I spent uh, Christmas with my wife's side of the family, um, her, you know, her mom and uncles and aunts. And it was, it was really nice. So um, Christmas is my number five. Okay. Uh, my number four is something we just talked about, and that's New Year's Eve. It's the opportunity to spend time here entertaining, and I love, I do love hospitality is one of my favorite things, and I get to entertain people, have them over, and I don't have to worry about where I'm going on New Year's Eve. I just know I'm going to be here, and hopefully people will show up. And it's uh, because I send so many Christmas cards, a lot of people get invited, usually end up with about 20 here, which is a nice size group for a party. So I look forward to New Year's Eve every year. It's my number four. My number four is um, the 4th of July. Um, So the... uh, Fourth of July, we, I used to, and I may still again someday after COVID, we have a Fourth of July bar crawl in Virginia Beach where like, you know, friends and friends of friends and friends of friends and friends all get together at Virginia Beach. We go down the ocean front and we go to, um, we try to get 50 stars and 13 bars, right? So we have, <laughs> so we have 50, say, say it again, 50 stars and 13 bars. Okay. So we all have T-shirts made. They all say fifty stars and thirteen bars, and we go to, we try to get at least fifty people, and we've never had a problem with that. Normally, we have like seventy people, um, <laughs> and we go to thirteen different bars in the bar crawl. And it's when I first we've done doing it for a long time now. When I first started, you know, I would I would drink at every bar. Uh, now it's more just being at every bar. I might have a drink, but it's not like I don't go as hard as I used to. I'm a wily veteran now. Yeah. <laughs> and I do not drive afterward. I go stay at my friends down at the ocean front. So um now, because uh, a tradition that Tiffany had um before we got married is she'd always go to her friend's lake house at Lake Gaston. So that's where we have went the last couple of years because of COVID. We went to Lake Gaston and that's a lot of fun too. So um what do you do? Is it other lots of people go there? Or is it just two of you or what? No, we go to um, so Tiffany's friends, family all goes there and they invite us. It's, okay. it's very it's a it's an honor because we're like one of the only two non family members who get to come. Okay, fun, but we're like one of the crew now. I got a I I uh, got a coffee mug, so I'm official now. <laughs> very good, very good. 
So, okay. So ready for number three. My number three is scrapbooking weekend. And I do this three times a year. I do it usually March and I do it in July and then again in November, except during COVID and then it doesn't happen as often. But um, so I'm going to pick the March one. And it's usually about the um, second or third weekend. And so we, um, and I usually like Saturday best because Friday we get there late. Saturday we're there all day from breakfast till we go to bed at night. So I'm going to pick the Saturday of scrapbooking weekend. It's a nice social event. I get a lot of scrapbooking done and have a lot of fun with my friends. So mine is scrapbooking, the Saturday of scrapbooking weekend. Uh, my number three is I guess maybe predictable if you know uh, how big of a Browns fan I am. I think I've mentioned a few times how big of a Cleveland Browns fan I am. Um, And everybody knows that a Cleveland Browns fan, one of their favorite time of the year is the draft day. Um, The NFL draft uh, where, you know, we're going to get our future, you know, the the future star that's going to turn the franchise around every year is on the uh, NFL draft. More recently, we've been pretty decent, but we're still. I still really enjoy the NFL draft. I just think there's so much um, optimism and excitement that goes into it. I love football, and it's an um, NFL draft day is different time every year, but it's in April, so it's. I just, um, I don't know. I just really enjoy, um, you know, trying to figure out who the Browns are going to pick, and then just really excited when they do draft. So, um, my number three is NFL draft day. Okay, very good. Well, my second, my number two, is our anniversary. My husband and I both have August birthdays. They're a week apart, and our anniversary is also in August. So we usually, around that time, do something special and different, and um, I enjoy um, time with him, but also just doing something different and unusual that we wouldn't typically do. So I'm going to say my anniversary. We've been married 38 years. This year will be 39 um, so my number two, my, so my number two and my number one were very close. Um, but I, uh, I, I'll tell you my number one in a second It edged over and I'll tell you why, but my number two is Memorial Day weekend. Um, so with a caveat, like the reason I like Memorial Day is because my friends, um, so Tiffany and I get together with my friends, the, uh, the Polly's. Um, on Memorial Day, typically, and we, you know, we rent a Airbnb somewhere in between, um, you know, Columbus and Virginia, which normally ends up in West Virginia somewhere. So we're somewhere remote, just the four of us and five of us now that they have a a daughter named Reagan and, uh, their dog named Kylo. And we just meet them and we just, you know, play board games and watch TV and just, hang out the whole weekend and it's very relaxing and it's very fun and we look forward to it every year so that we don't always do it on memorial day though if somebody's busy so whatever day that is is my number two okay very good well my number one is a tradition we started several years ago with our kids we have two kids um and we don't buy them Christmas presents anymore. We buy them Christmas experiences. And we used to celebrate, do the experiences on uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, but that got into the way of other family schedules when we got in-laws, that kind of thing. So we've started doing it on President's Day weekend. So we usually go away together. Sometimes we've gone on a cruise. Sometimes we've gone to Disney World. Sometimes we, um, this year we're going to Hershey, Pennsylvania. But we do it on, um, on, uh, 
President's Day weekend because the, uh, the kids have more time off during that time. So we um, and we just do a variety of activities and spend time together. And I look forward to that every year is our we call it our Christmas trip. And I look forward to that every year. So that is my number one. Yeah, that's my uh, that's one of my favorite days as well. Um, so my number one um, is Columbus Day weekend. Um, Columbus Day, you say, like, that's a weird one to pick. Well, I work for the federal government, and so we get Columbus Day off. And so our friends, uh, the Oliveras, also get Columbus Day off. So we all, we started a tradition during COVID that we're going to keep going. Um, went the, the last couple of years, we went to Cape Charles um, in Virginia, uh, just like an hour, a little hour drive, but it's a cute little like, retirement town, very secluded. Um, it looks like a Hallmark movie. Uh, <laughs> and we go there and we just, we get an Airbnb, um, and we hang out, watch TV, play games, eat good food. Um, I, my, the Ross and I, which is the, you know, the husband of the, is in the Oliveira family. He and I go and play disc golf on the Eastern shore, which is a lot of fun. Uh, this last year, they it was a little different because the Oliveras brought Emma, their daughter. So, you know, it was a good time. Um, just made it different, but it was still very fun. And um, so, yeah, that the reason that edged out my number, the, also the the thing I put it over to the top of the uh, Memorial Day weekend is because most of the time, Columbus Day also falls on my birthday. My birthday is October the 5th, and that's right around the time of when the Columbus Day weekend is. So um, it, I kind of got a, a double whammy there, which is just makes it for a great weekend. So I don't know. That's a lot of fun, and that's, uh, that's why it's my number one. Okay, so that concludes our segment of the Pitch and Catch today. A few of our favorite days. Thank you for joining us to for the um, special New Year's edition of the Play Hard podcast. Um, I just want to let you know that my mom and I really appreciate you guys listening to us this year. Um, we're looking forward to another year of doing the, the Play Hard podcast. And um, best wishes to you and yours. Yes. Happy New Year, everybody. 